favorite things that happens is when people invent things that have already been been invented, but like pretends that they've come up with something new. It's uh, it's very big with this particular generation. Mm-hmm. The the toast and avocado phenomenon, you know, claiming to be something it knew is yeah. They invented it. Young people invented it. Well, now so obviously. Um, we're a big fan of uh, like spiked seltzers of various varieties, but spiked seltzer brand, truly brand, all these different ones. White Claw is probably like the most popular in that category, right? But I would say we're fairly, uh, fairly solid consumers of that category in general. We are, yes, we are. I think fairly solid is good. <laughs> I mean these these happy dads that. I, I just think are the greatest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It's actually like it, it, they're too easy to the point where I like don't notice that you're drinking them. Well, not only that, it's just it feels it's the closest thing to me that feels like a beer. You're right in, in that you can just kind of do as doing something else, which means I think it's time to move on yeah. or maybe we'll go into rehab next Monday. Yeah. Um, I mean, for a long time, I loved the truly tropical box. That was like my favorite thing. And I OD'd on it. Like I don't like mm. the flavors anymore, literally, because I just had them too much for too long. Yeah. In, but it was probably like an over a year period where that was like the only alcohol I consumed. In Yeah. We used to have those. Um, and we used to have Bud Lights. What are those Bud Light ones? Those were good. The Bud Light seltzers, right. Yeah. Um, but, but what I found, what was the special Christmas one? Oh, they had the Bud Light, that holiday package, and it oh, had was, like a chocolate mint one. That was great. And like, oh, those were really good. But that went away. The, the uh, ugly sweater pack, that was what it was called. And then when we were doing the main part of Wake and Money to Weight Loss, we were on- Michelob to, Ultra Seltzers. Yes. The original uh, ones, only the green box. Exactly. And the, the problem with those- those are compliant with the diet, although these probably are too. Yeah, those are good. Um, is it? There's some of those that just, some of those just tasted like perfume. You didn't like some of the flavors. No, I ended no, no. Up having all the green ones out yeah, of the yeah. box. Yeah, just like the red like- ones. But they only <laughs> sold. They never sold a box of red ones. So some of them can taste very perfumey. I mean, I understand this this trend of. And I don't there's even for know sure this- been bad flavors. There was like a Valentine Truly flavor that was a few years ago. That was an odd one. It was perfumey, like oh that, yeah, I thought yeah. Some of those just, and I understand like this. The the idea is to be drinking light, and so, you know, because beer is very fattening. Beer eat, drinking beer is like eating a wedding cake, really. Right, and actually, Awaken One Eighty tells you when you go into the maintenance phase that wine is actually better than beer, mm. which is somewhat counterintuitive because I would think like wine would be sugary, mm. but because beer is like so carb heavy. The wine is still better. So yeah. they're like okay in maintenance with wine, but not with beer, except as like a once in a while um, in moderation thing. Yes. Yeah. And um, it, yeah. So. Yeah, I, 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 let me say one thing as well. Um, I used to, when I we used to do 5Ks, I, one of the greatest things in the world was, you know, having a keg of beer afterwards mm-hmm. at the event. And like beer is made for that kind of thing. That's right. perfect. And I, I don't feel, we've been to margaritas a couple times, and we've both had a big, like, 20-ounce or whatever of seltzer. Like, truly, yeah. It's a lot of places have truly or other on tap, ones which I like. on tap now. Yeah. But it's not the same. 
oh, it's not the same as drinking a big beer when you're no. like in the summer and you want that. No, for no. sure. And I think it is the carbs, honestly. Like I think, especially after like a 5K, I think mm-hmm. your body kind of craves that. You know, it wants the starch of starchiness of right. beer. I mean, people used to, like, beer used to be considered, like, the healthy thing for laborers to drink, like, in the Middle well, yeah. Ages and stuff. It, it had alcohol in it, so it could kill bacteria, and because you couldn't drink pond water. Right, because that would be bad. But but also, it was considered, like, healthy, because it's like eating bread mm. as you're drink also but anyway so and the other thing we've seen with these is that also some brands that do seltzer like we're obviously big polar seltzer people too we love the polar seltzers we get the seasonal varieties every year i mean like i've bought them in huge bulk before i love polar seltzer flavored ones great company great great product um so we drink a lot of those um and they've come out with uh, spiked varieties also. I think they did it in collaboration. What's not Sam, the other big Boston brewery that's there? The one that used to be uh, sort of small, but now is big. Um, um, the one at the seaport? I, yeah. I can see what like the taps look like for it yeah, in my um, mind. But I the Harpoon. Harpoon, right. I think they did it in conjunction with Harpoon was who they collaborated with. When well, they that's did interesting. I did not know this. Is I it, think it was. Is it still around? Check. Uh, I, I think I've Polar's seen them such around Polar. Polar's such a good company. Such a good company. I think they us, did them through Harpoon. Polar brings us Utz chips, right? Do they? Yeah, I think it's the same company. Pretty sure. Yes, I'm 21 or over. Let me check there. Um, things. Our story. Let me find out if that's if I'm right about that. I think they at least used to be. Um, I think, yeah, Polar Seltzer. I think it's the same company. Run, run, run by run by the same people. So, am I wrong about this? Utz and Polar. Maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong about this. I, I thought that they were. Yeah, Harpoon. This was in 2019. Harpoon to partner with Polar on hard seltzer line, right? So you know you had Polar Seltzer coming out with. Spiked seltzers because like people were familiar with the brand, obviously, and partnering with another big brand, right? Right. So that was the thing. Now, weirdly, the opposite is happening. So White Claw has launched a new zero percent alcohol seltzer. Okay. Yeah. So, which is insane to me because I. So what do you? To me, mentally, you can, can like go one way and go the other. Right. Like how can. Well, I mean, sometimes polar seltzer is sold in a can, like regular. Although for a lot of people who are either on the wagon or don't drink, they are drinking seltzers. It, it, it gives you something to do. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you can also just drink a regular seltzer from the grocery store. Yes. It's not a new invention. White Claw launches new 0% alcohol seltzers, depth of flavor and complexity. The four flavored seltzers have 15 calories per can with hydrating electrolytes. White Claw is hopping on the non-alcoholic beverage trend with its newest innovation, White Claw 0% alcohol seltzers. But this is why this kills me. It's not an innovation to have seltzer without alcohol in it. Right, that's just seltzer. That's just seltzer. <laughs> that's what it was before you guys added alcohol to it. <clears throat> right. So I guess what they're trying to fool us into thinking is they've captured the really good taste, the really unique taste of deli- delicious seltzer that you're that you've grown used to. You can enjoy a white claw now, but not get drunk. Right. 
It, okay. Yes. Give us that scene angle. Sorry. Um, we're having stress over Amazon delivery time frames right now. I can't do it. I can't make it come faster. Um, I'll check after this. So the 12-ounce drinks have $15 per can, a serving of electrolytes for added hydration. The White Claw Zero Percent Seltzers hit shelves at Kroger, Total Wine, Albertson, Safeway, as well as other stores uh, on January 1. So you can buy these. And I guess they have electrolytes, so like that's something that's different from like a regular seltzer. So is it now like a a carbonated Gatorade? Well, I guess so. Uh, but but uh, they're designed to replicate the taste of the original White Claw Hard Seltzer. So you feel like you're drinking alcohol. So but maybe you're it not. still tastes like perfume, but now it's just no kick to it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a a winning thing for me. I mean, it just it seems like there's been plenty of good carbonated choices out there. Oh yeah, I even love the um, I don't know if what we're supposed to call them Saint Croix seltzers. Oh, I don't even know that. Those ones is that what they're called? I don't know. The ones that you can buy everywhere else except here, or I guess you probably can. Oh, I don't know. But even like sparkling water, I love all of it. There's a place for all of it. Oh, it's LaCroix. I, okay. Sorry, I messed it up. Um, is it LaCroix? LaCroix? I don't know how you're supposed to say it. Anyway, but they have those in California when we've been there, and they're really good. Okay. I like those, and I like the flavors Can I give them. you more breaking, uh, booze-breaking news? Yes. This is something that was near and dear to us because we were on the ground floor of these guys when we lived in Melrose. Mm-hmm. Drizzly, the alcohol delivery app, is shutting down. Oh, no. The company first founded in 2012 and was com- uh, acquired by Uber in 2021, which totally makes sense. An app that served as a lifeline f- of libations during COVID-19, pandemic is closing up shop. Yeah, I was going to say it must be the post-COVID, like it's just easier oh, yeah. to go to the packy now. Uber has confirmed to today.com that it's shutting down Drizzly, its alcohol delivery app, the rideshare and food delivery company, which acquired Drizzly in 2021 for $1.1 billion says it will close down both the Drizzly business and the brand with its distinctive Red Bear logo at the end of March, which is sad. It was a great company. Is the idea that Uber Eats can just do it under the Uber Eats label? After three years of Drizzly operating independently, this is the quote, uh, under the Uber family, we've decided to close the business and focus on our core Uber Eats strategy of helping consumers get almost anything from food to groceries to alcohol, all simple. In other words, Uber Eats is Amazon now. Right, they do it all. Right. So I'll miss White Cloud. I'm sorry, White Cloud. I'll miss uh, Grizzly. That was fun. You didn't really use it, though. No, in Melrose we did a few times. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you're wondering why they're not doing Drizzly anymore, you're part of the reason (laughs) because you're not ordering off Drizzly every day. Yeah, but I don't think we get her up here. I don't think it's... Oh, really? Yeah, we're up in the boondocks now, kind of near Newburyport, Mass, and they don't have a lot of things up here that they have uh, in other places. But uh, but I did enjoy that. It was um, we'll miss you. Hats off to our good friends at uh, at uh, Drizzly. It was the you know what it was for. It was the reinforcement um, for when you didn't buy enough because you thought you were going to be good, absolutely. and then it got too late in the day to head out again. Okay, I want you to. I want to judge a person, Alice. Okay. Okay. This is uh, Jessica O'Connor on TikTok. Today I realized the world doesn't like Brittany Mahomes, not because she's annoying. No, I don't like her because she doesn't tip restaurant staff. I worked at the One Hotel West Hollywood. I was a server, barista, bartender. I did every position and I believe Brittany was in town to shop for her wedding dress. 
And my first interaction with her, she ran up over a $100 tab. She was with her whole posse. Uh, Patrick was not there, but I believe their tab was well over $100, maybe like $130, $0 tip. And that happens sometimes. So I was willing to let the first one slide. And I'm like, maybe she just didn't like me. Maybe it was something I said. Um, but they were there for almost a week, I think, and did not tip a single one of our staff. And not only did she not tip, she was just genuinely unpleasant. And I totally understand celebrities don't owe you anything, especially when you're out in public. As a public figure, you should always go out thinking, okay, the people I interact with are clocking these interactions and they're gonna remember this. And I will always remember that, Brittany. I only judge people based off of their character, and I think... So, <clears throat> Brittany First of all, do we believe this? Well, uh, I, I don't know why she'd make it up. Uh, to get TikTok views? Well, I mean... Maybe, I, I think guess. people. I think it gets attention when you say, like, oh, I waited on this celebrity and they didn't tip. I forget who it was, but years ago there was somebody who posted a tab from someone, some famous person, um, showing that they didn't tip. And it was, um, or left a small tip, like a 10 or $15 tip or something. And, you know, they posted it and were like, oh, so-and-so is such a cheapskate. And it showed the thing with their name on it. And then it was like this small tip. And it turned out that it was a pickup order. Right. You know, and like I do feel like people make things. It's up. been happening you know, a, for a long time. There was I think a time that people when, when make George, this stuff up about uh, celebrities when, for attention. There was a time when George H. W. Bush was running for president. I think in '88 or '92, mm -hmm. and he went to some diner, and they did this whole thing. We were walking the diner, and he walked out uh, having either not tipped or stiffed the person. You know, he's being handled. He doesn't know he's, right, somebody right, right. should be doing this, and he sent the person twenty bucks, uh, but. Yeah, I mean, so so for for whistleblowing about this stuff, there is something that could be very dishonorable about it, because generally people don't intend to not tip. But if they went all week and they just stiff all the time, and she's mean because she is kind of crazy, Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, maybe. Well, then that's that's a that's a that's well, I'm about wait people. For more whistleblowers to come forward. No, hold on, that's I... about people mm -hmm. being. If it's true, that's about. Somebody who's like nouveau famous, Brittany Mahomes, mm -hmm. just being mean to show she can be mean. And that does exist. It does exist that people will treat people lesser than, um, it, especially when they've reached a fame and status that's kind of undeserved. Right. Which is her situation. You know? Which is I mean, kind of, although she's palling around and hanging out with Taylor Swift, who's like handing out hundreds to everybody she interacts right. with. So... I mean, it would be an interesting pairing if so, no? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, uh, but I find that usually when these things happen, when people say, because I think celebrities are very aware that like people are going to say something about it or make it public if they do this stuff. I think they are very aware of it and they do therefore like tip generously generally when they go places. Maybe I'm wrong. You've worked probably in industries where you get tipped by celebrities more than I have. So maybe I'm off, but I I think they're pretty image conscious about stuff like that so, because they know people yeah. are noticing. And so when I've seen these stories, like I said about the Walmart turns out it's delivery or it turns out they tipped cash or whatever, you know. Right. So I, I don't really know. And she's not even showing us a tab. She's just saying it. So. I think there is sometimes, sometimes celebrities like anybody else don't know to tip. 
sometimes I think that they felt, this is like when I was a concierge, that they felt like me getting to meet them and talk to them was tip enough for me. Uh-huh. And like, and, and sometimes there was a kind of um, uh, arrogance that was a hothouse flower arrogance. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, like um, Anne Margaret from Bye Bye Birdie Bird, okay. and other things. She was a hothouse flower sitting in the end of the concierge of the uh, of the lobby across from me and sending somebody over to do her to right. make queries, et cetera, of what she wanted. And she had to be coddled. I suppose like, if you do it for enough years, you just don't know how to interact anymore. Yeah, probably. And like Belinda Carlisle. Um, and it's also because this could be generational. She like she was very needy. She was like kind of like in, in her head neurotic. Do you know who Belinda Carlisle is? Nope. She was, she was in, the, in the 80s. She was in the, the girl group, the Go-Go's, and then she was a okay. breakout uh, artist herself and a big star in the 80s. But she was also like very delicate, very like, you weren't joking around. There was an air of import happening. Mm-hmm. I think she probably married some French director or something or whatever. Um. So so there was kind of that. But, but I remember the great people more than anything like the great people the guy who played alex p keaton's dad michael gross was like an uh, although i don't know if he tipped me uh, um but eric idol did tip me and he was a great just gregarious just a great guy and he tipped me which is uh, which is a rarity because he's english mm. and english don't, don't don't tip or didn't know to tip but of course he's i assume he's had a house in la or whatever this whole time as well but um but some of these people were just absolutely. Well, and that's as a concierge or a bellman or. This is as a concierge. Okay. I was so... holding. He left a hat with me. He bought somebody a, like oh. a scally cap somewhere in Boston, and he had me hold on to it for a friend of, who would pick it up. Oh. It's a kind of classy like gift giving that famous people do the classy oh. ones. Um. And so. So do people generally tip for that? Like, cause I I don't. I haven't You'd used ha- a concierge really, so yeah. I don't know. But do people tip concierges? Yeah, yes, you would. You would tip the concierges. Absolutely, you don't generally have to tip the front desk, but but you can. But you don't have to tip the concierge like you. do. You don't have to. Okay. No, not like a waiter where you like have to. No, and we're not like uh, like a like the union doorman who's going to you know give them attitude. We, we, right. we were. Um, no, you don't have to. And the, the concierge is usually like getting a commission on stuff too. So but there's it, a lot of. But racket. it does help. To tip the concierge. It helps. Absolutely. To tip the <laughs> concierge. Yeah. There's no doubt. Because for somebody like me, you know, I had also been, I had worked at the front desk. I knew how to use the system, make upgrades go, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. like, it was a good idea to to tip Tom Shattuck. There's no doubt about that. And also, you could get people to, you know, somebody tips you, you can get restaurants to take care of them. That makes them feel special, and it just it goes back and forth. You, Maybe get a reservation when the one's not really available. Oh, absolutely, or whatever, things like that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. people doing you a solid. Get them transportation. You know, this is pre Uber, so get them transportation when there's oh, a bad what weather. What a nightmare it used to be to get cabs. Right, I will never be sorry to see that go. Oh, right, and that, let me tell you, that is all I. You could see when I, when the last hotel I worked at, you could see this. When there were thunderstorms, et cetera, and people needed cabs, the sad, wet people who stiffed the doorman standing over there just <laughs> asking and the doorman taking care of the people who helped him out, mm-hmm. remembering, photographic memory, everybody who took the, the took care of him. Right. Which is which I have no problem with. This is the way things should be. And I do love like tipping. Surge pricing before there was surge pricing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I do love like the tipping mentality. Once you start, once you're in a tip position, 
you understand how like how cash works, or at least you start to. Starting to sound like Frank from Woodbridge. Well, no, yeah, but but like like we used to. We used to like uh, have the bartender hold stuff for us and just like mm-hmm. bags and stuff like that. Yeah, we didn't want just just throw them like five bucks or ten bucks, whatever. You know, you after a while you understand that you know everybody once these guys see, and you know I greased somebody to let this beautiful woman and her all of her friends get into a concert. I greased a, a guy, a doorman, um, a bouncer, uh, oh. twenty bucks or whatever. And he let us all in and just waved us in, which I, which made me look very good. But you can understand, once people are seeing cash, then they're seeing cash. Their eyes are drawn to it. You can see them, just like my eyes were drawn to it. When I was a tipped mm-hmm. employee, like in 1993 or whatever, your eyes just get drawn to it. And now, of course, cash is no longer a thing. Now, like with Venmo, I don't know how the new world works. You've been with me while I've tried to bribe front desk people, and they're like, why'd you give me a $20 bail? And I'm like, you don't, you don't know why? Like, <laughs> You don't know what we're doing here, and but you know we found ways to to work around them not understanding that. But actually, our first hotel room together, Alice. Yes, you got us an upgrade by tipping the front desk person. It was very manly and impressive. You see, that's it was a very class move. Thank you, thank you. Yes, it, this it all like these tipping relationships are very very good. I also have years before you, and it was a great. Uh, um, I was at a date at an Italian restaurant, which as a concierge, I had always worked with this guy, Maurizio, his name was, in the North End, mm-hmm. in Boston, uh, who had a restaurant called Limoncello, a great restaurant. And of course, this is my first date with this woman. I told Maurizio I'm coming over. He's laying it on. He's Italian, <laughs> over the top. Oh, you look so beautiful. Da, 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 da. He's plying her with limoncello shots. And like, this guy is doing all the work. <laughs> he was great. He was great. Obviously, like, comps a check. Or the, or like, these, these Italian restaurants know what they're doing. I, I knew I was in good hands. And it's a great, it's, it's just like these hospitality skills with the tipping. But I, of course, I, I took care of him and his restaurant. I knew about his, the backstory of the restaurant. I, you know, you have these relationships. I knew his mother used to make the sauce and like bring it over down the street, et cetera. It's like oh, exactly what you want to know. But without the like tipping and people taking, greasing each other, it makes the world go round, which reminds me that we haven't tipped our postman here, which is not a top subject necessarily for this podcast, but we did in our last place, but we knew the last guy. Yeah. This guy, I couldn't pick out our our guy. I don't know. I, I yeah. never really run into him. I don't know who he is. Yeah. But we should rectify that. Okay, we will. We're going to be tippers again. Okay. I, I, there was a nice, we had breakfast this morning. Part of the problem is our old mailbox was on our house. Right. Whereas this mailbox is like down the driveway. From, like, right. So we're not like right there when he comes to drop off the mail. Right. Right. I and mean, although our neighbors have put up a very nice little Snack oh yeah, that's very classy for the Amazon Prime driver, and they did it in a way that doesn't give them sole credit. Actually, we should probably refresh that thing. Yeah, put some. New we should stuff do something. We should be decent people for once in a while. We'll try. We'll try. Um, hold on. I did have something else I wanted to bring up. Um, hold on. Uh, Applebee's bringing back a all you can eat deal for 15 bucks Ooh. uh but this time the deal is not just limited to wings applebee's announced the hotly anticipated return to its all you can eat deal customers can once again put down their on their 
put on their eating pants and chow down for a feast of all. You can eat boneless wings, but this time you can also get endless riblets and crunch shrimp, too, for $14.99. Uh, boneless wings, riblets, you know what those are, crunch shrimp. Mm-hmm. Where are you on the all-you-can-eat buffet? Oh, I love a buffet. Love, I understand. Although, although I've mainly, I haven't done the, I'm like sheltered buffet-wise. I haven't mm-hmm. done the like crazy, amazing ones at like Vegas hotels and Or like stuff. the Nordic Lodge or, or those. Right, right, like big fancy <clears throat> Either if I. buffets. But I mean, like I can rock a Chinese food buffet. Yeah, the Great Walk. The Great Wall. The Great Wall, which is great. That's in Bill Rick or Burlington? Bedford. Bedford, okay. Yeah, that was a great restaurant. There's a great restaurant. I've been to a lot of subpar Chinese restaurant buffets, and they, there are a lot of them out there, but then there are also some good ones. That was Yeah, the Great, great Wall in Bedford had, I don't know if they're even still there, but uh, that was like, my fave was, um, was going there, and they did the whole thing. I mean, it was great. You got a soup to start, and then you could just rock and roll. And, uh, you know, they had desserts and everything. I love that. Um, I love Chinese food, actually. Really, It's making me hungry to think about it. So this is a new thing that's happening, Alice. Mm-hmm. No, Taylor Swift is not giving away La Crusette cookware. It's a scam. The Karma Singer's likeliness has appeared in AI-generated likeliness. advertisements. Pro- yeah, we talked about this, I oh, think, on the other show. Oh, did we? A little bit. Yeah, all these celebrities having their images used in videos promoting things. It's very interesting. So what is that going to mean? Like the death of the celebrity promotion, if nobody ever knows? Well, I think places will go after. I think AI will also get good at recognizing videos of people and taking them down if they're not authorized. You know, just like how YouTube takes down like unauthorized music. If it's not allowed, I mean, people are saying they're seeing these unauthorized celebrity endorsements show up on like YouTube and places. They're going to crack down on this because there's going to start to be a legal framework around people's rights to their image, especially celebrities whose images are worth a lot of money. You know, like Bruce Willis, this is one of the things he did um, before he like really deteriorated as he and his family worked out like what the legal rights were going to be to use his image for the future right. in case they want to like AI put him in a movie in the future or whatever. But this is going to, it's a wild West right now a little bit, but they are definitely going to get it under control because a lot of very wealthy people have a lot of money on the line. So they're going to work very hard to make sure that you can't do this soon. So enjoy a lot less. Enjoy scam celebrity endorsements while they last. <clears throat> We've got this TikTok, TikTok thing that you've sent us. Yeah. I wanted with- to talk about this. This is, we had talked a little bit about Stanley cups and people drinking things out of Stanley Cups. I've had reason to uh, be, be visiting some hospital establishments recently, and I can say from my <laughs> experience on the ground that the Stanley Cups are everywhere. Oh, okay. Everybody has them. Hospital All the nurses staff, have yeah. them. The doctor, everybody's like running around with these huge, and they're big. They're like 40 ounces. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I just simply don't get it. But anyway, um, this, I assume, like young lady, or whoever is uh, putting her Stanley Cup concoction in here, which I found, well, let's watch it and see what she thinks. Hey, hey, guys, come make another water recipe with me, starting off strong with my rose gold Stanley, that beautiful nugget ice, and, of course, purified water straight from the bottle, baby, Kirkland Signature from Costco. I do not like this person. I, will just I don't think you. this is a real voice. Okay. I think I'll never like... switch up. 
I am a bottled water girly through and through, and this one is my favorite. We did about a bottle and a half because I have so much ice in there. It is hot as F in Ohio today, so we need an ice-cold beverage, okay? We're going to go in with a half a packet of the crushed orange. I had this left over from a different water that I made earlier in the week. I put a little chip clip on it, and then we reuse it for a water, okay? We don't, we're not wasteful around here. We use reuse packets. You do then we're going to go in with the crushed pineapple. Now, be that. careful with I this do. one. Okay? She'll ruin your life. Let's call this one the Gemini flavor packet. Because if you put too much, it's over. It's ruined. It overpowers the entire thing. So be careful. I did about a quarter packet. Then we're going to do a quarter packet of the strawberry nerds, because that's what I had left from a water. This is I'd a bad person. This person should be <laughs> incarcerated. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This, this person cannot. They have their Stanley Cup taken away. Yes. <laughs> they lose Stanley privileges. Person cannot be running free. Why? Well, I don't understand. Wouldn't you have self-respect to not get into a fad if everybody else is doing it? Like, even if we could have afforded a um, Canada Goose jacket, would you have gotten one? I don't think so. It's so like, okay, you're part of a certain set of people. You have your Canada Goose jacket. You have the one that everybody else is wearing. Right. You have to stand a huge water vessel thing that everybody else has. Now's the time to do it. You're into yeah. this, right? And I pre- I understand it's like American consumerism, but like, but it's weird and like you know, obviously all our daughter's friends got them for Christmas. She's not into it for whatever reason. It doesn't do it for her. She's not a carrying big heavy things around type right. of person generally. Um, so, but they all got them. So everybody, you know, all these little girls are wandering around with like fifty dollar huge metal mugs of stuff. It's it seems like so pointless and weird like just to be carrying around the same big metal mug as everybody else it is pointless and weird <laughs> like like fidget spinners were actually fun and i enjoyed fidget did you, did you not like them they're fine i mean i didn't like have a passion for them it's probably you probably have add so well whatever they were like they really i really got into i, I didn't get into them <laughs> but like if you I had like one have here, I'd be spinning it right here. It's, would, it's yeah. very like edifying. There's something about it that's, <laughs> that's nice. The other stuff, I don't get. I understand fashion-wise, there's like certain things that happen. But I, I don't get, because everybody else is doing it, we're going to glom on to, to it. Now, would you be into putting a cocktail into a Stanley Cup? I don't know. It seems like a big vessel. Uh, I mean, it seems like a big vessel to be using for that i guess so because it conceals stuff yeah so if you're like at the kids games or whatever well, and, oh, so i don't know if you're gonna be torching down gin and tonics at the kids games at the saturday morning <laughs> i'm not there yet though if somebody offered me I the, gotta... like nighttime softball yes yes <laughs> yeah do you remember were you there when i mixed a i mixed a vodka soda in a poland spring water bottle and um for one of sally's games and i was watching because i like to <laughs> i like to um i like to um you know record her from near the backstop so i was watching next to the from there to the backstop mm-hmm. while she was up and i was shaking my pulling springs bottle and the cap popped off in, <laughs> it hit near home plate it's like people around me are like wow it's weird water <laughs> Is it fermented? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but remember we were at a kid's game once, too, and one of the dads, not somebody we knew, but mm-hmm. um, you wanted to be friends with him, 
had high noons in his back pockets of his jeans and was pouring them into like a coffee mug. Yeah, I do want to be friends with that guy. I still know him. That was that was good. He was giving to another guy who I have met since then. Mm-hmm. And then they were crushing the cans and putting them into their pockets. It was brilliant. <laughs> I, I celebrate uh, that kind of sports, um, uh, what, what do you call it? Watching, enthusiasm. <laughs> well, I hate nostalgia because I can't Climb up that hill without thinking your name My head nostalgia still think about you It's been so long, I'm so lame I hate nostalgia Hope you hate it too Hope you wonder What am I doing and who I'm pursuing I hope you think I lead A really exotic life The way I think about you Probably have a wife of your job and you Go to church on Sundays and barbecue on weekends Out in your backyard And sometimes think about me 